last time you were here, you were like one of the opening acts. Now you're the uh, you're the headliner at the show you're doing down here. Yeah, man. You're on the come ups, huh? A lot of changes in two years, bro. Like, uh, yeah, the last time I was down here two years ago, like in September, I was definitely uh, just like an opening comedian. And I was even catching a hard time for that. Like Tyler set something up that that dude Tyler. And now I'm fucking headlining, and we just added a show because they're selling out. So that's so sick, bro. I, <laughs> I explained to you, like, I was telling uh, Johnny last week when he was here, like, my the, boy, shout out to Johnny Mitchell. Johnny, yeah, he's sick. Um, your style of comedy is so much different than a lot of people because, well, to me at least, mm-hmm. when I watch you and I listen to you <clears throat> talk to people, especially when you're roasting people, yeah, I feel like the main difference is. A lot of other guys, I can tell they're trying really, really hard. Like I can yeah. tell like they it's obvious that they worked hard on like the shit they're talking about <laughs> and their bit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you, I feel like you're it feels like you're not even trying. It feels like it just comes natural to you. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, <clears throat> not to toot my own horn, but that's the difference between that's the difference between somebody being good and somebody being great. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody who does something and it looks effortless. You know, that's like when you're like, oh, this guy is a natural instead mm-hmm. of somebody who's not really a natural comic and they're trying to really be a comedian. Like you you can you, you know the difference in everything. Like somebody can practice real hard and be a great baseball player, but you can tell people who are born to play baseball. Yes. There's a big difference. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So And then being able to combine like the discipline and putting in like the hard work and the time into it as well as having that natural ability that's really what sets people off 10,000 like. hours hey, there's a noise 10,000 hours they got a noise oh it's the fucking it's the ac oh okay oh, yeah okay. we we i dub it out after oh okay. it's I not was... super super annoying is it i just i mean you can think right yeah I can okay think. I was just, for y'all i was like do, y'all, do they hear that like, no I'm, yeah, I'm real sensitive to noises i'm i gotta get that <laughs> i gotta get the ac system replaced in this thing fucking yeah. piece of shit but yeah um yeah 10 the ten thousand. is that like the malcolm gladwell uh, thing whoever, that he talks about whoever like, did it. Yeah, yeah, but it's real <clears throat> because yeah. like uh, you can, <clears throat> I can feel myself becoming like more of a natural on stage, and it's becoming more uh, just like a seventh sense instead of like actually going out and do comedy. So it's like I'm just going on stage and giving you my personality while I'm performing yeah. instead of. I mean, I still have a a set that you know I've written and prepared, mm-hmm. but you know, um, like. Like, you'll look at comedians in their early days. Like, if you look at Dave Chappelle, like, a lot of stuff you do in your early days is real jokey. And then uh, the more you do it and you become great, uh, it becomes, like, more of you. Like, nobody else can say it but you. Like, if you look Mm -hmm. at Dave Chappelle now. So, like, that's the growth. You know, some people don't like it, but it's just just, what comes natural. You mean you kind of, like fall into like this own lane you've created like you kind of like like carved out a niche for yourself and like a certain style so you kind of like more like yeah. lean into that harder and harder yeah once you find your voice that's what you know you'll hear <clears throat> you'll hear a lot of comedians talk about finding your voice on stage and that's what they mean like you know like like i can go on stage and rant for 20 minutes and it's not prepared right because i found right. my voice and i know what inflictions I should say and what's going to be funny and what's not going to be funny. So I know how to say it and why to say it and where to say it. Right. Yeah. You definitely know how to read the room. Yeah. Yeah. That's very important, man. Like, like a lot of comedians, like always ask me for advice and I'm like, bro, just, just be funny. Like, you know, stop trying to like 
have a, a scientific a scientific formula to be funny. Like just be mm. funny. Yeah. Just be just you. be you. Yeah, just be you, bro. Yeah. Like, go on stage and be you. You said you just moved to Austin? <clears throat> yeah, I'm out there in Austin now. Man. How long you been there? Uh since August. So I moved Joe out. moved you down? Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, uh Rogan had to get all the all the best down there. <laughs> he, <did>. <laughs> <laughs> he had to get all he had to get all the best people down there, man. He's he's creating like a comedy <clears throat> utopia, man. I mean, um, didn't like Duncan move down there too, Duncan and a bunch Trussell of guys down there. Tim Dillon, Tony Hinch, Tim Dillon, yeah. Mm. So, what's the scene like there now? Is it just like way bigger than it was before all that? I'm sure it has. So, to the be, first right? time I ever went to Austin was shortly after I did your podcast, which was like December 2020. Yeah, yeah. And um, Rogan was there. Uh, they had did a couple of shows, and I came down there to do some shows with Tony, and then I would hit up other spots and the scene just wasn't a scene like it was just people on stage you know writing some shit i mean local saying, people and stuff yeah saying some shit they just wrote that day and it's like fuck bro <laughs> i'm i'm like if this like it's not gonna make me better yeah. you know what i'm saying i'm like if this is the like fucking gonna dumb you down yeah, because I'm like, if this, because in L.A., bro, you you might have to follow a killer. You might have yeah. to, you might have to follow. You gotta be ready. You might have to follow a Theo Vaughn in L.A. And you're like, oh, shit, I brought right. bring my A game. But these motherfuckers here, you're like, what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? Right. So um, Rogan started doing a residency, and I do it a lot with him. It's every Tuesday and, well, most every Tuesday and Wednesday. What does that mean, residency? Where you just continuously do shows at the same place. <clears throat> okay, I got you. Yeah, so he does a residency, as, uh, residency at this place called a Vulcan, and uh, that's pretty much every Tuesday and Wednesday, and uh, that's a great uh, show to be on. Like, uh, he expects new material. Uh, he doesn't want you to do the same thing over and over again. He really challenges comedians, and... Um, that's why when he open when he opens his club, it's gonna be the best club in the nation, in my opinion. <clears throat> because I don't feel uh like any comedy club has ever opened a comedy club to focus on the comedian. Every, you know, comedy club has opened focused on how we're gonna make money. Yeah, it's right. business. How, yeah. yeah, how we're gonna maximize <clears throat> profits. So he's actually opening a comedy club where it's like comedian first. You know what I'm saying? Right. He doesn't have to worry about the business side. I mean, you right. do, but not like you're not doing it just because you have to make. Yeah, some money. it's, it's kind of like that's like his, do it and that's like it his whole like, like theme. Grow. bro, like Rogan's so dope, bro. Like and, and, and like I said, I've never seen a comedy club be, be built before, but he'll bring us all in. He'll be like, what do you think about this? What should we do? And it's like, damn, like I have input in one of. Probably that's going to be yeah. a historic Historical comedy club. Place, yeah. And I like I have input. What you think about this color? What you think about that color? What you think about this many seats? What you think about having drapes right here? Like we should lower the ceiling so that the sound. It's like wow. I like I have input. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like it's like mind blowing. And you know it's taking a while because he's like taking his time to fine tune everything so that we have the best lighting, so that we have you know whatever the best measurements so that mm. the sound stays in the room the best. So, like, um, we were there a few months ago. I believe it was maybe August. Uh, August, yeah, I was. I had just freshly moved. So, either August or September, and Louis C.K. was in town, and uh, he told Rogan, he's like, these ceilings are way too tall. Really? Yeah, he's like, these ceilings are just way too like tall. Just like that, yeah. yeah. and Rogan was like, well, what we got to do? Yeah. <laughs> How tall do they got to be? Yeah, and so uh, he lowered the ceilings, man, like seven feet. No like seven way. Feet. Just because, you know. It feels like, more intimate, maybe? Yeah, more intimate in the, in the laughter. Like, you know, you get a full... 
You put yeah. 250, 250 people in a room. I think the one room holds 250, another one's going to hold like 175. But you put 250 people in a room that's built to hold sound and the ceilings are low, it's going to sound like you're in a fucking arena. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> that's good he's doing that, bro. You know damn well he didn't do any of that when he set up that red podcast studio. He didn't talk to anybody. <laughs> he might have <laughs> talked to one guy. <laughs> Yo, how sh- what should I do to this? Make it look like fucking a red hellscape. That, that bro, funny. that's him. Like, yeah, that was Joe's vision for th- sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's <laughs> that was like, him building what he wanted. Like, bro, even when we were, <clears throat> you know, uh, talking about designs, he's like, yeah, I want the bar to look like the bar from The Shining. So, oh shit! You really? know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's like, cool. bro, you got money. You know what I'm saying? You got yeah. money. You got money like that, and like he's real passionate about comedy, but more so, he's more passionate about the comedian. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like he's the experience being there. He takes care of all his friends. Like you know what I'm saying? That's why it was easy for me to stick up for him when motherfuckers were trying to call him a racist. Yeah, and I was like, well, if this is a racist, give me more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I like racing. Bro, it's so crazy how a lot of the comedians will just fucking turn their backs on people when they get called out for being racist or saying some like anti-Jew shit on the media or whatever. Yeah, but like these comedians will in the never industry. make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, These yeah, comedians yeah. will never make it. Or if they make it, you know, they'll be soy boys. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's like, it's like, bro, your time's going to come. Like, there's going to be a time when some shit about it's inevitable. If you're in the spotlight, some shit is going to come your way. Mm-hmm. It, it just, you're going to have some yeah. dis, you're going to have some disgruntled bitch. You're going to yeah. have some old employee. You're going to have something where somebody tries to take from you because mm-hmm. America is just a greedy place. So if somebody sees an opening mm-hmm. and they try to, you know, slide into that opening, then they can cook up whatever story. And it's like, yeah. bro, like if a girl came out from 15 years ago and she was like, I didn't really want to have sex with him, but we yeah. had sex. Yeah. It's like, bitch, I don't know. Uh-huh. Like, Maybe I did talk you into it because that's what guys do. Yeah, that's what guys. Let's do. go get a drink and see how you feel. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, come on, girl. Let me just stick it in a little bit. Let me, <laughs> yeah. Let me get just ten pumps. Let me get ten pumps. <laughs> Every guy has done that. Yeah, no doubt. Every guy has coerced his way into a girl's vagina. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what men do. That's what animals do. Every guy has been yeah. like, come on, man. You bull- let me just eat it. Let me let me yeah. Suck- yeah, yeah. let me suck on your t- Like every guy has done that. <laughs> so you know, if some girl were to say. He coached me into having sex with him. It, it could be That's true. That's the game. Right. That's the game. That's like, life. Every yeah. guy, you know, takes a bitch out for drinks in hopes that she gets loose and go home to fuck. Yeah. Is that wrong? You right. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, right. I, I feel like it's a big difference in me taking you to drinks to get loose versus, like, popping something in your drink yeah. like Bill Cosby. Yeah. You know Bro, the crazy thing about that whole N-word thing with Joe that they tried to cancel him for is I saw what... I don't remember how long ago. Maybe it had to have been over a year ago before the whole thing happened on with recently with him. Yeah. When he it, was, he was doing his stand up routine and he actually brought it up during his stand up routine. He's like, there's a video out there of me saying the N word oh, compilation yeah. a bunch of times. And he was like, I forget what the joke was, but it he was, was like, even I went, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's like, even I thought I sounded, even I thought <laughs> I was racist for a second. Yeah. He, uh, like bro, he, before it came out, you know what I'm saying? He, uh, he, told all of us yeah and i'm like bro like i know your heart dog like even, right. if, even if you called a black person inward i'd be like joe you fucked up but i know yeah. your heart you but know what i'm on, saying yeah mm-hmm. i know your heart dog like and you know you've helped me take care of my kids and you've helped me establish myself in austin so what like, yeah. I, right. I, I know this dude's heart it's a great man he's opened his house to me and you know open 
his money to me, his pockets and opportunities to me. So it's yeah. like, bro, like I know your heart. And if you're advancing people of color, like, like I don't see any racist traits in your body. Right. And it's like Patrice O'Neill said, man, <clears throat> comedians are all trying to be funny. And Patrice said the birth of a funny joke and an unfunny joke come from the same place. And you don't know if it's funny until you say it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And Rogan gets stoned. He gets high. And I can see how the 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 story of uh, the, the Planet of the Apes, and I felt like I was in Planet of the Apes, came about. You're trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Right. I've tried to be funny before, and it came out racist. And you just didn't say it. You're like, oh, fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that happens. You know, right. especially... You know, you're on your podcast. You know, we start if we start drinking and passing a blunt around and we start talking about Indians or Asians or whatever, yeah. something racist can come out because I right. might say a funny, then he tries his thing at being funny and right. it might not come out right. But people were not in that moment. They take stuff out of context. Yeah. And then they run with it. And mm-hmm. you know, it's it's just What's up? Oh, the Rogan video. But whenever you're in a situation where you have to say, I'm not racist. You f***ed up. <laughs> and I clearly have f***ed up. That's that all, weird. It's all good, Joe. We they, you could tell they yeah. edited that, too. Like, yeah. there, some, there were some cuts. They, they, cut it that down, they cut it down to be they, shorter. They, they, the media hated on Joe because of his whole stance on the COVID vaccines. And, yeah, they were and trying because to find has edge more, on him for a while. He has more influence than they he do now. He has a bigger influence. Yeah. He ran circles around Sanjay Gupta. Yeah, and, you know, it's like now they owe him a big apology when these articles come out about, you know, uh, the vaccine possibly causing myocarditis and fucking mm-hmm. up girls, periods and yeah. women, women that are 60 years old getting the vaccine and, and getting a period again after not having a period for 30 something years. And mm-hmm. then, you know, women becoming infertile, like somebody owes him an apology. It should be yeah. on CNN. Yeah. Like for someone to be mm-hmm. weary of a vaccine. That wasn't really tested like that. I mean, don't you don't got to go back normal. too far. If you look at black mm-hmm. people, you know what I'm saying with the, with the people in the, uh, the the Tuskegee experiment. You know what I'm saying. When Which they, one is that? Uh, isn't it isn't it the Tuskegee experiment where <laughs> Tuskegee were, was that it where they were giving black people they're supposed to be giving them a vaccine and then they like injected them with smallpox? What? I don't you think I heard about this. You ever heard, type find, it, find it? The Tuskegee experiment. Yeah, I can't the syphilis study oh, at syphilis. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. In 1990 or 1932, the USPHS, working with a Tuskegee Institute, began. I lost my place. Scroll down. Began, a bit. began a study to record the natural history of syphilis. It was originally called Tuskegee Study of Untreated Syphilis in the Negro Male, now referred to as the USPHS Syphilis Study at Tuskegee. The study initially involved 600 black men, 399 with syphilis, 201 did not have the disease. Participants informed uh, consent in participants informed consent was not collected. Researchers told the men that they were being treated for bad blood, a local term used to describe several ailments, including syphilis, anemia, and fatigue. Huh. So uh, yeah. like it says in exchange for taking part of the study, they received free medical exams, free meals, and burial <clears throat> insurance. What? So it's like, yeah. So for black people to be wary of a 
Oh yeah, fucking vaccine. Like, come on. Well, yeah. black people, the the um, African American population, and specifically in like New York, I think, were having the most adverse medical side effects to that vaccine. I think mm. than anybody. I mean, bro, I've had that shit a few times. Have you had COVID yet? I have never had it. What? Never fucking had it. You've had it? Yeah, you I got it once. Yeah, you're a dirty boy, <laughs> bro. It's weird. I've gotten <laughs> sick. Like I've gotten the same same symptoms multiple times, and I tested myself. And I always tested negative. Well, My wife got here, it. Here's one thing. The one that was out last year, I, I took hella tests, bro, because I was sick. Because I've had like two, three times. And I took hella tests last year, and they all came back negative. But then I tested uh, positive like a week later for the antibodies. Mm. Strong antibodies. Like I had just got over it. No shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I probably had it. I never took the antibody right, test. Right, right, yeah. So I was at Rogan Studio, actually. Oh, really? So, uh, he has a he has an on call doctor. You know? No yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. Do you so, still do that? What's that? Is he still doing that test for everyone now? Probably not. That was last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that could not have been cheap. But yeah, bro, there's so much fucking sketchy shit that's happened in the history of this country with vaccines and shit. Even in like Afghanistan, mm-hmm. they the CIA. There's a story that a CIA set up a like. <clears throat> a psyop vaccination camp for people. They were telling the, uh, they were telling the Afghanistan people that they were getting vaccines, but they were actually like shooting them up with some bullshit that was fucking them up somehow. God damn. I forget what, I forget what it was. You probably find out what exactly was. You ever seen, you ever seen the video? uh, Okay. Yeah. CIA organized faked vaccination drive to get Osama bin Laden's family's DNA. Hilarious. You you ever seen, and I, I I get it, bro. When, (laughs) We we were not started on morality in this country. No, no, not at the the least. So I get it. I get it. We're we're a fucked up nation. That's how we've acquired a lot of the stuff that we've acquired. We've did some dirty shit. We did some sketchy shit to stay number one. Mm -hmm. And to stay number one for as long as we stay number one, you do have to be fucked up. So I totally get it. Yeah. And along the way, I don't want me or mine's being collateral damage. You know what I'm saying? You want what being collateral damage? I don't want me or mine, me or my family being right. collateral damage. Right, 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 so, right. <clears throat> you know, I'm glad that I do have the resources that I have and I can go to doctors that my richer friends use and be like, hey, should we do this? <laughs> and they'll be like, well, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. doctors who are not pushed right. by big They're pharma. They're going to be honest with you. Right, right, that are not pushed by big pharma companies. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, hey, can you find a video, one fun thing about Afghanistan? Of the American soldiers trying to uh, teach Afghanistanians jumping jacks. Have y'all ever seen that? No. Oh my! This is why the situation in Kabul happened, bro. <laughs> these people, these people are not coordinated. Like, type that in on YouTube. American soldiers te- teach Afghanistanians. They're trying to teach them jumping jacks, oh, bro. So you think they can full fucking, screen it? So you think they can fucking teach them how to shoot a rifle, bro? And you wonder why it's over there so full. <laughs> Look, they can't. Oh. Even- <laughs> He's kicking the legs and the arms at the same time. <laughs> Something so simple. <laughs> this guy just can't get it. He just can't. Oh my lord. He went one leg. That is so fucked up, dude. Right. That guy's got it. Yeah. Kind of. That's, that's the one person you trust with a gun. Yeah, you're like, all right, we got one. <laughs> we got one. 
Oh bro, how God. you supposed to teach these niggas how to use an AR? Bro, they probably they probably they probably grew up using ARs. They were probably in preschool mm. shooting ARs. Can't do a jumping jack. <laughs> you can't yeah. do a jumping jack. Oh my god, bro, that's that's why they didn't want no, us to pull no out of PE class. That's why they didn't want us to pull out of Kabul, bro, because they're like, nigga, as soon as y'all pull back, Al Qaeda's back. They're Look done. who the fuck. <laughs> Look yeah. who holds all the way. fighting. <laughs> these these motherfuckers can't do a bear crawl. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> You see the video of them trying to hold on to the plane that was taken off from the runway and they're falling off the fucking plane? I'm fucked up. I was laughing at that shit. Oh. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. They're the same guys who can't do a jumping jack. They're trying they think they can hold on to the fucking landing gear. You know plane. what, bro? Like I'm a proud American citizen. You know what I'm saying? So when I see people like Brittany Griner and all these other people who denounced America, and then you see a situation like that, and it's like you should be con- you should be glad that you're in a fucking country where you can even talk bad about the fucking yeah. government. Anywhere else that shit would <laughs> not apply. Bro, like Qatar yeah. over there and all that shit where they're having uh the, yeah. the soccer games yeah. right now, bro. Yeah. People are mysteriously dying for saying bullshit. You yeah. know what I'm saying, bro? So it's like that that one soccer player, is he from Iran? He's getting murdered, executed, beheaded. Yeah, when he goes back yeah. or whatever. Yeah, well, so, I, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, bro, like they lost, and he said something, or, or yeah, he said, said something, and they're like, when he goes back, he's getting fucked up. He's he's done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like so, he's scared uh, to go back. I mean, like remember the Colombian soccer player who scored a goal in his own goal? No. The, oh, he got beheaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. So it's like, bro, yeah, like not only are they not coming to get you. Like you wouldn't even have been playing basketball. Yeah, man. So it's like when you see situations like that, it just makes me appreciate yeah. where I live. Like you might hate it or love it. Yeah. They can there's, got not, you. there's not too many other fucking countries where you can become a self-made millionaire. Right. My my yeah. dad's family's from Cuba and dog, there's no way unless yeah. it, you better box, play yeah. hella baseball, baseball or yeah. be a great ass singer. Like, bro, what's that dude named Puig? Puig. You never heard of Puig, the baseball player? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, he was basically like on some slave shit. Really? A person in Texas bought him from Cuba, and then that person in Texas sold him to the Dodgers. No way. Bro, shit, like, bro, these other countries, dog. So that's why it's like, bro, you're a proud, um, like, bro, go go to North Korea where they show propaganda that they've they fucking uh, taken over America. You know, mm. they, they got to brainwash their citizens constantly. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Just to give them hope to keep on living. So it's like, dog, you should be happy you can say bullshit. You got free speech. Did now. she say negative shit about America before she went over there? Or mm-hmm. was it after she was already in Russia? Before. Before. <clears throat> yeah, she was kneeling for the, anthem, for the anthem, anthem and doing all she that She probably stuff. changed her tune, yeah. though. I, I bet you she changed that shit now. I mean, you've been in yeah. a Russian prison. Her fucking yeah. dread, her her locks froze off because it was so cold. Yeah. Damn. So it's like, you should really come back a new person and have a yeah. different yeah, no perspective. Doubt. Really should. On where the fuck you live that we traded an arms dealer for your gay ass. Yeah. One of the yeah. biggest, <laughs> most prolific. <laughs> yeah. The arms dealer that's nicknamed. He was like this. Victor Boot? Yeah. No, he, something He death. had a crazy, yeah, the something. the something of death or something. The doctor of the death? The dealer of death yeah. or something. What All is, I know what is, what yeah, is it look, up, look up that guy. All I know is. The uh, merchant of death. The merchant of death. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. All I know is uh, Nick Cage played him in Lord of War, and that was a fucking <laughs> sick movie. See the thing, the thing, the thing about that guy too. I don't know if he wasn't. I don't think he was really that bad of a guy. I think he was just making money off. He was just like exploiting well, I mean, opportunities to sell. That's arms. what I'm saying. Yeah. That's how you have to become rich over there. Yeah, 
Right, right. right. Like you, you. There's not. You're not any, working a nine to five and getting. You can't getting really rich. legally be rich over there. You know right. What I'm saying? Right. Like in, in communist countries, dog, there's no. You got to do some illegal shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and if you supply arms to terrorists, then. Was it eventually charged? See, conspiracy to kill Americans. That's bullshit. That's some. I think that's some fucking American political thing they tried yeah. to use an excuse. I, I can, yeah, was, like you sold was, guns to somebody. He was selling guns to a country that we didn't that's like. That's a conspiracy charge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the conspiracy charge is bullshit. I man. wonder what they kill him when he get back over there. <clears throat> He's already know. doing yeah, podcasts, bro. He's already he really? he's already doing interviews over there. Really? Like, yeah, he went out. Yeah, he, I wondered, like, how does Russia feel about him? Because he, I know he's been over here what twenty years, long time. Yeah, yeah. We, we've got some shit out of him. Oh yeah, them, true, C, right. them CIA torture treatment. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know they fucked with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he wasn't just sitting in the cell for twenty years. <laughs> they interviewed chilling. him. They interviewed him a couple of days ago, and one of the ladies in Russia was asking him like, what, what do you think about America now compared to what you thought before? He goes, before I got locked up there, you know, we would look at America like the shiny town on the hill. And now they have 36 different genders and the place is going to hell. They're like, they don't have the Christian or the Catholic values that we have in Russia. They don't have, there's nothing binding Americans together. They're d- fucking more divided than ever. There's a million genders and nobody gets along. He was like, yeah, it's stupid, he has a, bro. all that gender shit is dumb as fuck. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, Rogan talks, me and Rogan have had conversations about how a lot of um, superpower places get fascinated with gender before their demise. Like they get fascinated with gender and then they end in like a hundred or 200 years. Really? Like we'll be gone. But, like shit yeah. gets so good and comfortable that they we can't find problems. Like, we need problems to solve. But it, once it, shit becomes so good, like yeah. we ha- we look for more and more problems. We dig for problems. We need a we need and it's <clears> sad <throat> to say, we need a nine twelve. The day after nine eleven. <laughs> when when all that mattered was being an American citizen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Being an American, bro. Like yeah. I I think I was in the fifth or sixth grade. Like and I still remember the unity. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. bro, like yeah. I'm from Deep South, like, you know, from down here and raised in Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, Yeah. I was raised in Georgia. And I remember, man, like, having conversations with grown men about being a proud American. Like, I would wear an American T-shirt, and they'd be like, oh, yeah. We had these conversations that I felt like if that would have never happened, we wouldn't have had it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And people were just proud. Like, people were putting flags in their car. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, dog, I I feel like some shit like that would make people see what, what, what was really real. Mm-hmm. And all that other shit ain't real, bro. Like yeah. fuck your pronouns. Yeah, you're stu- it's, it's stupid. There's bigger problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what's that guy named Matt Walsh? Y'all follow him? No. Is he the guy who did the uh, the, documentary the documentary on? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What's it called? Never. What's it? What's the fucking something about called? a woman? Yeah, it's about he interviews basically a bunch of people who got like gender reassignment surgery and like regretted it after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Because it's it's like dog. You over <clears> here? <throat> you over here? And and I get it. It's on both sides, like you got women that are fascinated with BBLs. Like people in America are just culture vultures. What's popular right now? Mm-hmm. I want to do what's popular. It. Yeah, I want to do what's popular right. It's a drug. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So it's like I get it, man. Like you know, like you want to fall into that and be accepted. It's like there's a comedian. I ain't gonna mention no names in uh, LA, <clears throat> and the the dude started taking hormones. You know what I'm saying? What kind of hormones? The women hormones. Oh, and, shit. And grew titties, or a little bit, and the facial hair went away. But the dude still got a dick, and he still fucks women. And I'm like, 
you're fucking selfish. Yeah. <laughs> you're not what you're trying to display yourself to be. Yeah. You're just out here doing this because it's what's popular right now. Bro, and it's also like, it seems like it's the rich kids that are doing it too. It seems like it's the wealthy people or like the kids of celebrities. Yeah, that's what happens, man. You get you get bored. They think they're bad. It's like they think they're better than everyone. Or like, I'm not. I'm too good for male or female. I got to be something yeah, different. Yeah, like Jaden Smith. Somebody want to cut his dick off? Cut it off, stupid motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, God cut damn. it off. Yeah, I love my dick. Fuck? Yeah, bro, that's crazy. And Dwayne Wade's kid. You see the shit that came out about Dwayne Wade? Oh God, his his mom is not with that shit. The kid's mom is right. Not with that really? Shit. Right? Yeah. Gabrielle? No, no, no. That's not his mom. Oh no. The mom. Oh, he got a different The the real mom. The real mom. I just feel like, um, like kids should be innocent, bro. And, um, you know, um, I don't want my kids. I got a two year old and eight year old. I don't want them knowing about heterosexual or homosexual sex at their age. Right. Like, it's it's not important. Yeah. You know, like, uh, let these kids grow up. Let them be yeah. fucking kids, kids without yeah. trying to have them identify as something. When we were kids, we didn't like, bro. We would have took a Barbie and played with it. It mm-hmm. didn't. Right. It didn't mean that I, I right. wanted to be a girl. It was yeah. just I was a kid. I don't know any fucking better. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like, it's just like I used to try to make my cousins Barbies fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> put one Barbie on top of the other one. Yeah. Yeah, bro. It's crazy because like, I mean. It's just, it's incentivized by what? I mean, politics and money mainly, right? Because now there's yeah. like all these hormone clinics that are all over the country yeah. that are charging all this money, making all this money, trying to promote it. Making all this money. <clears throat> and, and then what's the end goal though? So move the, if the, if you move the base like towards it, it won't tip. Okay. Yeah. But what's the end goal? I don't think there is an end goal, bro. I don't think they've thought it through. Yeah. Because I've heard these fucking binary or whatever the fuck they are, people call women that give birth breeders and call oh, them I heard that one. chest feeders. You know, I, <laughs> I have heard that. <laughs> I bounce in between LA and Austin. So I get it all. You know what I'm saying? Like LA bro. That's like Austin's liberal, but it's not LA liberal. Like they're still conservatives that drive lifted. They're, they're, they say they're liberal, but it's like, bro, you have not been to LA. You motherf- right, yeah. right. You motherfuckers drive lifted trucks and eat meat. Yeah. These motherfucking liberals in LA have They're the real deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want to work. <clears throat> they want they're lazy. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like all these offended mo- What are you offended by? Everything. Like, dog, that's why you suicidal in the press right now because your ass can't take a good verbal ass kicking. The people in LA, like a majority of people of in LA, like the mystique of LA is show business, right? So people that live there that are entwined in show business, they want to like follow they want to f- stay in line with what's acceptable in show business. And I think the main that is being extremely liberal, liberal and far left and being like socially conscious of everybody and that shit's don't changing. hurt animals. That's like, just changing. <clears throat> it's slowly changing. Um, and I think in the next five years. We won't, yeah. Like and then also like I hate to reference Rogan, but he's one of the most knowledgeable people, knowledgeable people I know. And he's like, these people are just a small group. Mm-hmm. You know, I travel America for a living, and my comedy is pretty right. You know, on the right side of the mm-hmm. political uh, scale, and it's it's a very small group of people, bro. It is like we look at L.A. and New York. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and that is a very small percentage of the population, because there's a lot of conservatives in Southern California, like the whole Orange County. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like San Diego. San Diego, Orange County in general, mm-hmm. like Riverside. All that shit, bro, are, are people who want to tote their guns, and they're, they're kind of like libertarians. But you have these few fat vegans in L.A. with purple hair that don't want to work and talk about, you know what I'm saying, systemic racism. And it's like, mm-hmm. bitch, don't be offended for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not oppressed. No, bitch. Yeah, what the fuck. White people have been great to me. Yeah, yeah. I am not oppressed. I cannot name a single instance where a white person has kept me from doing anything I wanted to achieve. If anything, it's been the people that share the same skin complex as me that have robbed me, put guns to me, put knives to me, and taken my shit. I've never been robbed by a white person. Sorry, to, <laughs> sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, then they're God. like, well, what about this? What yeah, about that? Yeah, yeah, they're all, there's something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, man. Sorry to disappoint you. I've never been robbed by a white person. Yeah. I am so sorry, sweetheart. Never. I mean, I've probably been robbed on the, you know, the fucking agent and management and lawyer side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a different type of robbing. You yeah, know what right, I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> that's subtle. That's yeah, subtle. Yeah, yeah. At least it's not blatant. It's not armed robbery. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. My life's not in danger. You know what I'm yeah. saying, bro? Like it's 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 what isn't aren't they getting a new isn't LA getting a new mayor? Karen Bass. Karen Bass, I yeah. I heard uh I heard uh I forget who I was listening to talk about it. Maybe it was Tim Dillon. He was talking about how they are shuttling all the homeless people out of downtown LA just so they can make like her inauguration look good. Like cuz they're doing like a big ceremony for Karen Bass to be the new mayor and there's I guess there's tons of homeless people in that area. Oh, where bro, we doing got it. like 120,000. So they're getting buses and they're moving them all out just they so they put, can. They put them in hotels and shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Bro. How crazy is that? <laughs> Our city. Oh, my God. Oh, there it is. With L.A. Uh, swearing in the new mayor, Cruz worked to move homeless encampments. <laughs> bro, let me tell you something. Bro. Our city has not been right since Mayor Villaraigosa. Which one was that? How long ago was that? He was a criminal, bro. He was about eight, nine years ago. Like when I first moved to LA, it was, bro, like homeless people were centralized to one area. You know what I'm saying? They used used to, they, I used to live downtown, bro. They were literally in the morning, like 6 a.m., go out there with fucking water hoses and hose them down. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, get the fuck up out of here, bitch. Like, and and that's what people don't understand, bro. You're talking about LA County. Mm. That's a place that that holds like 13 million people. Right. Some states don't have that population. Yeah, right. You can't be this righteous, soft. Yeah. You know, you get uh, run over. <clears throat> Mayor Vir- Mayor Ragosa was a gangster. There was a rumor about him taking uh, guns to 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 his meetings, and and you know he just got shit done, bro. Like you you kind of be you kind of got to be a criminal, dog. You kind of you kind of got to have a criminal mindset. It's like Gotham City. Mm-hmm. Like can't no, a righteous motherfucker can't go to Gotham City and make it right. Mm. No, you gotta you gotta have police that do shakedowns. That yeah. kind of gotta do some shit. Yeah, you gotta kind of beat the criminals' ass a little bit so that they know, mm-hmm. like motherfucker, these my can't streets. Do this. Yeah, you're not gonna do this without repercussions. Yeah. Like bro, like they're like in L.A. right now. That's why we got all those massive uh, death rings where it's like 20 people were breaking to Neiman's and still like fifteen thousand yeah. dollars worth of shit because the minimum for a felony is like fifteen hundred now. So if 20 of us go, we can get $20,000 worth of shit and nobody gets charged with a felony. And we'll be out to go home for dinner. That's fucking wild, bro. You got to start, you got to like, you got to start back racially profiling that. Like you can't, that's not a city. 
type it in on your computer, bro. How much armed robbery and crimes have increased in LA over the past like two, three years? Yeah, it's crazy, right? I my apartment. Look at this shit, bro. Well, that's Alabama. That's, no, that's North Carolina. That's North California. It's like a guy talking over economy. It. But also, there's well, there you go. One out of forty-eight shoplifters. One out of forty-eight shoplifters get caught. He said, and they're just fucking. They're just filling up their bags at Walmart. No regard. Why? Why do you? I mean, the people that are in charge of LA and in California, the people like the politicians. Do they start, you think they think they're doing the right thing? It started a few years ago. Um, when, uh, we had this one city councilwoman, I can't remember her name. I think she was a lesbian and it got to the point to where they could, they had to stop touching homeless people's tents because it was considered their property, even if they set up on a fucking sidewalk. Right. And then they had this place, Echo Park, where, you know, families go, there's a lake, you can walk around the lake. And they had a lot of homeless people. And these homeless people were doing, like, fucked up shit with kids and shit present, jacking off, fucking, smoking, shooting up. And all these fucking libs and vegetarians were like, no, you can't kick them out the park. Bitch, bring them to your house. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, let yeah, them hang out in your front your yard. kids over there? <clears throat> like, come on. You don't have kids. You don't desire to have yeah. fucking kids because you think for some reason that you were born asexually. So you don't even want to have kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, get the fuck out of here. I take my kids to public parks to run around and I'm a licensed gun carrier in the state of California and I will kill a motherfucker if they do some bullshit. Mm -hmm. I'm going to protect my kids at all costs and I got money for a lawyer. So it's like, most people in LA are scared. Most people in LA are very terrified. And what's with the, there's also like a push to not have kids. With people like super far left. I know like there was a, a lecture done at some university or whatever. And one of the, I forget where, well, one of the big uni- universities and like the professor was talking about uh, growing up and having like overpopulation on the planet and shit. And she was like, well, you know, some people it's okay to have kids, but it's, it's probably the more responsible thing to not reproduce. They're dumb, bro. It's like a, it's like a, it's a weird thing that's happening with young people now. They want to like yeah, prioritize their career and their money before, like, I want to be rich. But if I ever, before I ever have kids, like, make sure my career's right. And- What's the point of getting rich if you don't got children? Leave it to what a dog. Leave your money to a dog. <laughs> a cat. Yeah. Some fucking <clears throat> foundation that don't really give a fuck about you, and they'll put a plaque. On this right. million dollar They stick million. it in their pocket anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the fucking CEO of a homeless shelter walk around making a $308,000 a year salary mm-hmm. because of your dumbass donations, bitch. Yeah, right. The pastor flying in his own private jet. Yeah. But, like, you can see the argument, though, when <clears throat> you look at downtown LA and you see all the fucking prostitutes and crackheads that probably had no father. They probably grew up in, like, a circle of poverty and drug abuse and fucking, who knows, their uncle that probably That comes to them. accountability. <laughs> That comes to accountability, bro. If if they really like if they really force parents to be parents, parents would be parents. Like dog, like I I come from fucked up circumstances. And my mom could have easily abandoned me, you know what I'm saying? I was raised by my grandparents, and she could have easily abandoned me and I could have easily <clears throat> chosen to go left when I chose to go right because I always knew, even when we lived in the hood, that I wanted better for myself. You know what I'm saying? 
And uh, yeah, it's it's up. To, it's what do you see? What are your parents instilling you? And what do you see your parents doing? Do Did you, you know from a really young age that you were like destined? You like wanted to do something more with your life and like yeah. When I was like eight years old, I told my mom I was gonna be like Will Smith, which I hate now because he slapped Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I just had Chris Rock. I just had dinner with Chris Rock like a month ago, bro. Was, no way. Yeah, it was fun. What, what was, was it? Yeah, what was that like in the comedy world? Like, how did that rock? The, the, <clears throat> so the that's thoughts my, of everybody and stuff. Like, I've seen it? Chris Rock multiple times. Like when I used to be a door guy at the comedy store before then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, this is my first time being like in an intimate setting. Like we were at this. They call, so Rogan. Chris Rock was in Austin performing at the Moody Center, and Rogan rented a restaurant for us. And Chris Rock was actually right here. And Rogan was right there. His writer was right here. His sound guy was right there. William Montgomery was right there. And he has a crew of like 15 people. So they were all in this Chris restaurant. does? Yeah, he got a big crew, bro. Yeah. You know, a fucking arena act. Yeah. So uh, I'm sitting next to Chris Rock. From the time I meet him, he's not the Chris Rock you see on stage. You know what I'm saying? He's not this loud, boisterous person. And he's just so small and so fragile, mm-hmm. older guy. And, you know, Will Smith, what, 6'3", six, 6'4"? Six, yeah. Yeah, he's a big guy. <clears throat> big guy. You know, you can obviously tell he's still physically active, lifts mm-hmm. weights and does stuff. And Chris is small, you know, skinny fingers. And it's like, I felt so bad for him. Yeah. And I'm like, how could Will Smith do that? slap this guy? And it may, And I grew up a very... Big fan of Fresh Prince, Summer, Summertime with him and Jazzy Jeff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'm like, how could Will Smith slap? I would feel like such a bitch-ass motherfucker slapping someone like Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. Like, how did he do this? Right. Bro, like, Will Smith, you have a sketch or a, a, a yeah, sketch, sketch in one of the episodes of Fresh Prince where you wanted to be a stand-up comedian. So you get jokes. This man did yeah. not the joke was not that bad. Right. And I think he did it to a person. He knew he can get away with it. Definitely. I don't think he would have slapped Steve Harvey. No. Yeah. It's weird, bro. Definitely it's, not. it's a, I wonder but how Chris much- Rock did the same thing. He, he, Chris Rock did the right thing. Excuse me. He did the right mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Like on a setting like that, the Oscars, like bro, like me, yeah, <laughs> it's, a different, it's a different what story if, right if, bro first of all will smith wouldn't came on stage with me because like bro like but i i'm you know like i was born in the hood <clears throat> then when i became a teenager we lived in the suburbs but i have like those hood like you know when i be on dates and shit girls be like why are you so paranoid i'd be like girl you gotta watch your surroundings <laughs> and you know so it's like i got those instincts still and i i look at body language and, like, if you walking towards me, I'm like, hold on, what you doing, bro? You know, I'm putting up. Like, what you doing? Yeah. Why are you walking towards me like that? You Like, I said a joke about your wife. Like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm already knowing, like, this dude ain't coming up here to shake my hand. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm going to push you off. Like, what you doing, bro? Yeah. Kick you. Kick you. Like, I'm going I'm to figure. Like, we would have been tussling. He like, walked up there kind of like he didn't walk up there very hostile looking. He kind of walked up casual and then he kind of turned the other it way. It don't matter. And then he just came at him. It don't. He, Chris, yeah, but what Will, are you doing walking up? Will there, Smith is coming up here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, why Will Smith coming up here? I just had a joke yeah. about your wife. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, didn't, what? didn't Jada used to date some, like Tupac or something? Yeah. Supposedly. She dated Tupac? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they did that movie together. There was there's, supposedly there's a, a relationship letter. back there. Can you pull that up? There's a letter. That uh Willow wrote Tupac saying, Tupac, can you come back? My mom misses you. What? Oh, See if you can pull that up. 
Willow's letter to Tupac. Wait, wait, wait. What's the headline? Yeah, find a better. I'm going to get a drink real quick. So it's like if if Will Smith has to live in this image of Tupac, then it can be a very fucked up. Do you situation. think it was like he looked at Jada, she gave him that look, and he was like, fuck, I got to. Do you think it was like the look? Absolutely. Yeah, right? Yeah, she gave him that look. <clears throat> yeah. They're sparkling or still? No, it's just regular. You want sparkling? I don't think I have any sparkling. It's cool. <sighs> I think she gave him that look. Yeah, she definitely did. Yeah. yeah. Everybody who dates women know that a woman has a certain. Mm-hmm. Look, look, is this there. the letter? Dear Tupac, I know you are alive someplace. I think that my mommy really misses you. Can you please come back? Can you come back so many? So mommy. So mommy and me can be happy. I wish you were here. I love. I really do love. Willow. Willow. So how much does this woman talk about Tupac where the, where your right where your daughter. daughter knows something like that? And that's at a young age. For that's sure. crazy, you can see that letter. Bro. You think Tupac's still alive? <laughs> Could be his auntie down in Cuba. Wasn't his mom like a Black Panther? Mm-hmm. His mom was a Black Panther and she was involved in some conspiracy where there was like they were all there was like a what did they do? They like shot up a, a grocery store. It or was something? something I can't remember. Yeah. And there was like a there was a fucking so <clears throat> there was a guy that was in the Black Panthers. I think it was a white guy. I could be wrong, but he was working that with wild. He was working with them for years, and he basically convinced them all to like plot some sort of scheme to either rob or shoot up a grocery store or like a like a retail store. And that guy who convinced them all to do it because they went on trial for it. That guy ended up being like a CIA agent or an FBI agent. Yeah, like, I, th- I think I heard into it. Like yeah, I mean, um, there's some good interviews I can send you, bro. You watch Vlad TV? No. You should watch those. Interviews. I've seen them. It's hard to watch, bro. They're weird. They're just like. Just only watch the ones where he gets like, don't watch the entertainers. Watch the people you don't really know. Like he has this guy called. Um, He's a big fan of Vlad TV. Yeah, I can't. I've Mob, been watching Mob, him since a long time ago. Mob but. James, you know the Mob, Mob James interview. Yeah, that sounds really familiar. So Mob James used to be Suge Knight security, and oh, yeah, okay. uh, Tupac basically was a theatrical thespian who ended up around gangbangers yeah. and should never have had right. that persona. Yeah. He went he to should. like arts dance school in New York. Yeah, that's, that's, what in him New York. Jada, that's what him and Jada met. Yeah. Yeah. There was interviews of him when he was like in high school yeah. where he was like talking about stuff and like talking about culture. And he like sounded really yeah. smart and articulate. I mean, you can hear yeah, it in he was music. different. You can oh, hear yeah. it in his music. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> and then he was a backup dancer for uh, digital underground before the he became a rapper. The Humpty dance, the Humpty hump. Mm-hmm. He was a backup I dancer. Did, in that group. Baby, do the Humpty Hump. Are you big into conspiracies, or do you not pay attention to them? I like them. You do like them? I just like different approaches to stuff. So it's like, let me hear your opinion on this. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I like different approaches to shit. What's your favorite conspiracy theory? Uh, the one that made me laugh. Just oh, yeah. your favorite. One that made me laugh was that uh, COVID was made by 5G. <laughs> how did that one go yeah tell me more i didn't bro, it was, oh bro it was black folks 
They're like, 5G makes COVID. They putting up all these 5G towers, and that's why we got COVID right now. And the towers are somehow, like, yeah, like spraying COVID uh, out of them? Sometimes I be feeling so bad to be black because like <laughs> the shit they be saying. I'm like, nigga. So what did, 4, what did 4G make? Yeah. If 5G made COVID, what did 4G make? The HIV? Like, nigga, <laughs> sometimes I be mad at my people, dog. I be like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> like Kanye? Yeah, how do you feel about Kanye right now? Kanye's wild. As a bro. person that, you know, you know, all of us probably battle mental health issues, I can recognize a manic episode. Yeah. Definitely. And, you could see the difference between some of his interviews when mm-hmm. he's like normal. I don't I don't want to use the yeah. word normal, but it's just regular and then it's like sometimes he's just going off. Go look at his Rogan interview. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then go look at his uh drink champs interview. Yeah. His Rogan interview I really liked. Actually, and I saw that clip with Rogan when he was like, you got to approach Kanye like Lex did. That guy, Lex. I don't know if you guys saw that interview. Yeah, I watched that one. And it was like. Lex didn't play no games. No. And he was like, you can't just call them Jews. He's like, you want to call them out. You got to call them by their full name. Call them by their name. And then Kanye, you could tell he was like stumped. He was like, all right, but if I do it, will you help me? (laughs) He he doesn't. The problem with Kanye, and I used to have a friend who's worked with Kanye. And Kanye only likes yes men around him. Mm-hmm. So it's like any stupid, and I'm a big Kanye fan. I still wear his shoes, you know. Yeah. And it's like uh, any stupid idea he comes up with, you have these yes men that support it. You don't have anybody to challenge you. You don't have anybody to be like, hey, motherfucker. Yeah. Come what on. the fuck are you doing? You're about yeah. to lose your legacy. Mm-hmm. He needs a real person by his side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everybody needs that. And for yeah. me, that's my family. You know what I'm saying? Or the girls that I date. Like, I date real women. I date women that are so far away from the entertainment. Industry, yeah. You know? Yep. I don't want you to even know who the fuck I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't watch YouTube? Good. Yeah, I never understood how some, some people like to have, like, girlfriends or wives that are in the same business that they're in or do the same shit that they're in. I'm, the, I'm like, the complete opposite. I could never stand being around somebody like myself. Yeah, exactly, bro. You know, so, but yeah, bro. The uh, did you watch uh Ari's special, the Jew, the Jew special? That's bro, bro. that did, shit was so fucking funny, bro. Ari's a funny guy. I just did his podcast like two weeks ago. He was talking about Kanye, and he was like, "Well, we are annoying." <laughs> funny dude. Funny. Yeah, he, he is. Funny. He is fucking hilarious, man. Whenever, whenever he comes to Tampa, I'll hook you up. Whenever he comes this way, I hook you yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, bro. I'd love that's him. That's my guy. That's my guy, bro. So you went on his podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on his podcast. It just released this week. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Is that Where does he live? He lives in Austin, too? No, he lives in New York. Oh, in New York. Ari's, I don't think Ari will ever move out of New York. No? Yeah, I don't think he will. No. Oh, since I've been on this podcast, guess who I started working with? Who? Louis C.K. Oh, yeah. Oh, no He's shit. Greatest of all times, bro. <sighs> bro What's that like, bro? It's like going to Harvard for comedy. Yeah. Just listen to him talk. And then when he critiques your jokes, you should really listen. Yeah. There's a picture somewhere on my Instagram, my Twitter. <clears throat> I don't know if you can pull it up. Yeah, he can. Uh, yeah. On my Instagram, there's a picture of me and Louis C.K. But, uh, bro, um, it's dope. It was dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, can, I, can I, I mean, he might call. I'm on my own tour now, but uh, he could possibly call me back to work with him yeah yeah yeah. all the way down i think when i was on your podcast i had like thirty thousand followers i gained like fifty thousand in two years that's crazy man that's so cool 
Yeah, keep going down. <clears throat> so show more posts from David Lucas. Yeah, yeah bro. You and uh, I feel like. Go away. Oh, there's you and Chris Rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's when I had dinner with him. That's my boy Tony right Kill there. Tony microphone. <laughs> <laughs> that's me and Frank Mir. Y'all know Frank Mir? No. UFC fighter? No, no. You got to be logged in. Anyways. Um, oh, you got to be logged in? Or go on my tw- it's on my Twitter, too. I was saying, I was going to say, like, you and... I feel Fun, like funny David Lucas. You and uh, well, I was talking about like that natural like talent to be funny, where it doesn't seem like you're trying that hard. I feel like uh, Tony has that same thing. Tony's a beast, bro. He's uh, <clears throat> he's just like he goes up there. He seems like he is like like low energy. He's just like we saw him in Tampa. Uh, right? Yeah, I was just telling yeah, him. We yeah, saw yeah, him at yeah. the Improv. That was funny as but, shit. But like just the way he talks and just like that relaxed oh, like. Go. Oh no! That's, who's that, Shane? Or Shane type in Gillis. Shane's super funny too. Type man. in type in David Lucas and Louis C.K. It should pop up. He's coming to Tampa soon, actually. I think. Oh, really? Louis? No, Shane. Oh. I could probably hook that up. There it is. There you go. How crazy is it that he's Mexican? Yeah. He's really? Like, yeah. Like, I didn't know that. Like Canelo. <laughs> oh, yeah. He told he would, me he told me his story, but I don't want to misquote it. Yeah. He's a sick, great man. guy. Um, that's cool as hell. Yeah, it's gotta be amazing fucking working with him. Yeah, man. It's uh scoot that way a little bit. It's amazing where it was it's yeah. amazing, bro. You know, like we we have each other's numbers, we're on a first name basis. Uh, I did hella shows with him. He's critiqued my comedy. He thinks I'm a genius. And I'm like, what the fuck, bro? How? You smell this before? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a little tipsy. Yeah. <sighs> oh, let me get whiff. Woo! That's like cocaine, nigga. Share the love. Share the love. We have to hoarding it. That's community. Community salt. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> That shit burns. Ooh, oh, you got to get closer than that, baby. Yeah, we got it wet. in there, man. <laughs> put it in there. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> right? God that's damn. That's as close as you can get to legally, man. Oh, God. And that's an old one. Whew, you said yeah. that's an old one. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. That's like when you bust it out. When you fresh, get a fresh one. First one, you can smell it before you peel the wrapper. That shit'll make your they, eyes got bleed. The seal. My eyes watering. Right uh-huh, me too. <laughs> me too. Oh, damn. You see the video. That stuff will save lives right there, man. It will. Oh my god! Yeah, if you overdose on fentanyl, you can smell that. <laughs> I say, I, but I think about long drives. Sometimes you're falling asleep. You take a whiff of that, you're back. You're on the road again. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it is. It burns. Bro. Truckers, it's like have some, that it's like some there. shitty cocaine. When you do some really <laughs> shitty cocaine and it burns really bad, it's like the same <laughs> shit. Ah, mm. yeah, fuck that. Mm. <laughs> nah, bro, that's 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 that power. Mm. You got that power over mm. me. <laughs> My oh, life. God. Yeah. Eyes watering. Oh, eyes hurt. Like we've been, it's like we've been gagging on the dick. Starting over. Yeah, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Weren't you... So, going back to your childhood, you were... How early was it that you started, like, performing, doing comedy? Like, how young were you? Like, 16, 17. Really? In, in, in Georgia? Georgia? Yeah. That's yeah. really Hosting talent shows at the high school. So Performing cool. at poetry lounges. Uh, like... By the age 15, 16, I knew either my future was NFL or uh, entertainment. Really? Did you play football too? Yeah. Yeah. What you? What position did you play? DC. Defensive, Defensive tackle. T- yeah, one yeah. technique. Yeah. 
okay. one three. Yeah. Run somebody over. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm still pretty strong. I'm still, <laughs> still a bull. Yeah. <laughs> you, know what? you know what's crazy? I had an opportunity to go to UCF. I wish to really? this day I would have went. Really? Yeah. I applied to go to UCF. I didn't get in. Damn, dog. I'm bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> they offered it to you. I actually tried and failed. Football? No, no, so no. You no. should have played a sport. I wanted to go to film yep. school there. They had like the best film school, like one of the best film schools in the country. Should have went to UCLA, dog. Yeah, them and UCF are like the two biggest. Yeah, you should have like fucked Francis Ford Coppola's daughter. <laughs> yeah, I had the dude it's from uh, for the better. The guy, the dude who you know, ever heard of the Blair Witch Project? course the guy who made that he wrote me a letter of recommendation even to get in there because he's like one of their most successful alumni and i they still didn't let me in yeah but that's, that's not fucked. that's that's not like a you know what i'm saying it wasn't that's, spielberg that, that, that's not like a blair wish project you no, know yeah. like, it, it, no but if you if you look at it money wise like they it, made the most they were right, the most profitable right, right and it was innovative they were the first people they were like not necessarily POV like, style right? yeah, the, yeah like absolutely. the 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 film like the cinematography wasn't anything special right it was all fucking no. the actors with shitty cameras mm -hmm. but the idea of found footage and making it the marketing behind it it was the first no, time it it's was, ever done definitely. i remember that being in elementary school bro yeah. i'm like oh yeah bro. yeah yeah it's the Thanks. first that movie was the, that was it was shit. the first movie where you would go to the theater thinking it was real shit it could have been real yeah you didn't people didn't know it was fake yeah it cost them 35 grand to make the whole thing what does that say? Earned oh, it, two, it's two hundred forty nine million globally, and that was years ago. It was God damn. That's like that's three hundred eighty million up. now. That's like that's crazy profit, bro. God. What does that guy do now? Oh, I think he uh, he works for some company in Europe now. He's he made a bunch of like horror flicks after that, but they never really hit like the Blair Witch. Yeah, but they've had like multiple Blair Witches. Were those? Him? Yeah, yeah. So, there was no, a couple. So, of them. No, no. So what they did after the first one, they sold it. They sold oh, the shit. franchise to Lionsgate and they bought it. They bought like the rights to Blair Witch oh, and then they ended up like fucking reproducing. greedy fucker. Why don't yeah, you just man. retire? Why are you still working? You make a lick like a two, a quarter of a billion dollar lick off of how That's much it was? That's a lick off 35 grand. 35 grand. How crazy. God, they were still in college when bro. they made it. I mean, bro, we could legit right now film a, a movie on our iPhones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's way better quality. Mm -hmm. We can film a movie on our iPhones, yeah. have it, you know, professionally edited. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, I mean, <clears throat> Ari Shafir shoots his podcast on iPhones. I really? saw that. I saw that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's can, crazy, bro. That's a lot of work. We, we would have to, you know, uh, aim it towards the titty boppers, you know, yeah. the teeny boppers, mm. the high schoolers. <clears throat> but we can make a lot of money. What do you think of it? What do you think it is about like the whole podcast thing blowing up that like, it seems um, like, I don't know if we talked about it before, but it seems like the whole like comedy community and the podcasting community are super entwined and like all of the, like everyone in the comedy scene, they all have podcasts and they all go on each other's podcasts. How does the podcast shit help comedy? Well, I mean, bro, podcasts for a comedian is kind of like having a business card. Um, mm. hmm. People fall in love with your voice. They mm -hmm. fall in love with your essence. They fall in love with who you are. They don't, they could they almost, want more. They can almost care less about your jokes. Uh, so uh, they just want to hear you talk, even if you're rambling. That's why ASMR is popular. They fall in love with these right. people's sounds. You right. know what I'm saying? So right. it's like, you have to. <clears throat> and then, I mean, it's so profitable, bro. You do YouTube, you know how much, like, bro. 
Yeah, no, I know, but still, I'm I'll like, turn my YouTube into a six figure a year business. Before, uh, good for you, man. Before it got so big, though, like every it started with comedians. I feel like didn't it? Didn't it just start with like true comedians doing well, I mean, podcasts if, before they made money? If anybody I can say is the podcast <laughs> king, I say is Rogan and Red Band. Mm-hmm. You know, back when they were doing podcasts before it was even popular. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When people were like, what the fuck is this? But does it help you when you do podcasts, even though like you probably don't plan out podcasts, you probably just kind of like talk shit. But does it help you with your comedy? And like, does it help you with your thinking process and your creative process when you do podcasts? Like, oh shit, we were talking about something good. Maybe, you know, something we talked about during that podcast, I can expand on that. I mean, comedians can just talk. Yeah. We could talk. For what a you long, do? We could talk for a long time. So, uh, I mean, you're you're you know, a, a new fan is a new fan. Mm. One new person who can buy merch or buy tickets. I love you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You, I might reach. You know, every podcast is a new audience. Mm. Especially, yeah. when, especially if you go on a podcast, it's not a comedy podcast. <clears throat> yeah, because now I get to see real life people who might not watch comedy. Mm-hmm. Right, and now they're like, "Oh, I gotta go." Who see is this guy? Yeah, yeah, I gotta go see this guy at a at a comedy show. Right. So, uh, yeah, I I love doing podcasts. You know, I like to talk, and uh, I definitely like podcasts when it's not comedians because like I don't want to be funny. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> all I gotta, day I gotta day. match your fucking funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't want to do that shit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's funny. I really liked your podcast with Duncan. That was funny as shit. Oh, bro. Damn, bro, we found that a while ago. Yeah, you saw that. I listened to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We filmed that in his. It house. was good. He's an interesting dude, Duncan man. Duncan's crazy. He's an interesting motherfucker. Yeah, he is, bro. <laughs> Duncan's out of his fucking mind, bro. <laughs> he was talking about he got contacted by like DARPA for doing some some fucking conspiracy podcast. He said after he did a podcast with Joe talking about conspiracy theories, or What's whatever. DARPA. DARPA is like I forget what it stands for, but they're like basically the CIA, it's like the defense. Look up what DARPA means. I kind of remember, but I don't remember. He's a he's a Buddhist too, right? I think Defense, so. Advanced Research Projects Agency. Yeah, they they reached out to him after he did a podcast talking about conspiracy theories or something. <laughs> he talked. I thought he talked about that on your podcast. Maybe he said it like briefly. Yeah, but I'm saying that podcast was so long. Yeah, long, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had so much other information come in my head since then. Like yeah. I remember it, but that was so long ago. That was like yeah. that was before your podcast. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. When did you uh, become Buddhist? Uh, it's more of a mindset, bro. It's just like, you know, if you if you think about the future, you're anxious. If you think about the past, you're depressed. So it's like living, huh. live in the now. I got Buddha tatted on my hand to remind me, like, just to live in the now. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's more of a mindset, <clears throat> spirituality. I treat you how I want to be treated um, and just have respect for all living things. That's what true. what got you interested in it? What how'd you discover it? Um, so there was a point in my life where I was uh not sure about spirituality and not sure about what was what and you know, like I feel like I look at God every time I look in the mirror. I feel like I'm an expression of God. And uh Buddhism just kind of aligned with my values at that time in my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it was like I like this. And it's like, okay, it's metaphoric it's metaphorically speaking, like when Buddha was born, everywhere he stepped, lotus flowers bloom. And it's like, mm. okay, do I believe that? <clears throat> kind of like, you know, the right. Jesus stuff, you know? So it's like, it aligned with me. Mm. Yeah, Buddhist, Buddha, I think Buddhism is the one religion where they actually don't believe in, like, a deity or a god. Mm-hmm. 
which I think is interesting. It's, I mean, bro, I feel like our religions are the same. Like it's based on morality. Yeah. It's based on faith, and you know, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of a lot of people, you know, because I consider myself a Republican, a conservative, and they're like, "Why oh, are you Republican or conservative when you don't believe in Jesus?" It's like I do believe in Jesus. I respect the story. Mm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of religious deities have the same story. You know, there's Krishna. It has uh, like 65 different versions yeah, of Jesus. Krishna, Serapis Bay, Amin Ra. You know, if you do mm. your do your research, and it's like, can we discredit all those? How can we discredit anybody who's living off of the same thing you're living off of, which is faith? <clears throat> yeah. So it's like, I, I can't down this man because he believes in what he believes in. Yeah, as long as he's not trying to push it on other people. That's my whole thing. I'm not trying to convert you. Right. Uh, you know? Yeah, like, believe, it's not like Scientology. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I believe in Muhammad. I believe in all of it. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like, that's that's just my level. The weird thing about the, like, part of Ari especially talks about, like, Judaism Jews, they only believe in one version of the story, like the original version of the Bible. Yeah. But there's like 65 different versions of Christianity, mm-hmm. like Southern Baptist, Baptist, fucking Episcopal. Yeah. There's so many different fucking weird versions of it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I try not to think too much of that. I just try yeah. to stay funny. Yeah. Think about being funny and not really wrap my mind in that too much because we don't know. Mm-hmm. We just don't know. And how I feel about it, there's one mountaintop. However you get there, it's your choice. Mm. You may choose the harder way. You might choose the easier way. Right? But we're all going to get there. Mm. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know what for I'm sure. So, Have you ever heard of, uh, I, I was this podcast I was listening to, I've talked about it before, but there's, this, I think it's called like the IDG podcast. It's like the super, not super, but pretty f- like right wing podcast where this girl, I think she's a comedian. But she also does fitness and she was talking about uh horseshoe theory with uh Baptists and she compares Baptists to bootleggers. So you know how like in some some towns where you can't serve alcohol, you can't sell alcohol on Sundays? In Texas. Yeah. <clears throat> There's towns in Texas that you can't serve alcohol you on Sundays. Can't, you can't buy hard liquor on Sunday in Texas. Connecticut was like that too. You can, really? You, you can yeah. buy like beer and wine, but you can't buy in like, all of Texas? Well, in Austin, it might be all the time. Wow, I didn't fucking know yeah. that. I remember moving to Connecticut, and I went to buy beer on like a Sunday or liquor or something. And they were like, "You can't, you can't buy it." Today. And I was like, "What?" That's fucking coming from crazy. Florida. Crazy. You could buy it yeah. till three a.m. I here. was in Portland, bro, and like I remember they shut the liquor stores down like at nine. I'm like, "Bitch, crack is legal here." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> How the fuck can you tell me I can't get <laughs> so a beer. fucking bottle of tequila? That's insane. Yeah, but that's weird that it's still still a thing though. Like, and she was, anyways. Back to what I was talking about, the horseshoe theory. If you look at the Baptists and the bootlegger, like the idea of horseshoe theory is that there's two ends of a continuum, like too far, like left and right wing, like the farthest version of left compared to the farthest version of right. And instead of it being just like a continuum that goes forever, it's more of like a horseshoe that bends, and the two extremes are closer together like a horseshoe is mm-hmm. and they com- she compared a baptist to a bootlegger like what does <clears throat> what does alcohol being banned on sunday how does that benefit a bootlegger because you can't buy it on sunday so they can mm-hmm. stock up on all the booze and they can sell it for, sell for it a profit sunday. on sunday yeah, yeah i i know people in texas who sell alcohol really marked up on sundays mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then she she goes so now look at a baptist 
they don't want alcohol to be sold on Sundays for moral reasons, for religious reasons. So she compares, she goes, now look at uh, extreme leftists and the KKK. What do they both want? They both want segregation. Because she was comparing, there was like a school in Send me that, bro. Colorado. It's it's a great, bro. You got to find it. Look up like the, if you just type in Horseshoe Theory IDG podcast, she explains Send it great. Me that shit. There's a school in Colorado who had uh, play nights on their playground. It was children of color only play night. See, that's uh. and it's segregation. So, and they were like, and they they interviewed the the elementary school about it. Like, why did you guys do this? We're like, we wanted to be inclusive to you know the families of color, and we wanted no white children to be there because we wanted it to be like the parents of color so they could interact better and be more open with that's each other. That's some shit they just did at. Uh... <clears throat> I was reading an article about some college where, uh, can I get another one? Yeah, yeah. Where um, they were doing like the premiere of the new Black Panther, mm-hmm. and like no white kids were invited. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird idea, right? Yeah. It's like I can see what they're trying to do, but it don't really make sense at all. At all. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Yeah, I'll find it on my phone, and I'll just text it to you. Yeah, Texas something up. Yeah, but you heard what I was saying about uh that that college where they like had the premiere of Black Panther and they didn't want any white kids there. No, stupid shit. Man. I never heard about that. What college was that? Probably some college with not a lot of money. <laughs> 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 but it's like, bro, like once motherfuckers understand that we all humans. That's it. Can you find a skeletal remain and know if they were black or white? A skeleton? No. I can mean, you, nothing. Can I you know find of. a skeletal remain and know if they were black or white or Mexican <sighs> outside so. of size? Yeah, I don't think so. Probably not. That's what I'm saying, man. It don't fucking. Yeah, I'm gonna find this video. It's fucking. It's worth what it. The fuck do it matter for? I look at you as a human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, bro, like racism came for. Racism came from bro. YouTube fucking like shadow banded or something because I can't fucking find probably. it. Probably, but racism <clears> came <throat> from a com- a competition of resources. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just some sort of a position of power over somebody. Yeah, you ever seen Apocalypto? Yeah, I saw that in a the movie theater when I was a kid, bro. Well, I'll people- never forget that. That movie was. I remember watching that movie in the movie theater. I didn't know what it was about. Even I went with this girl. It was crazy. What a what a meaning, deep, meaningful movie and shit. People of their same color came and did that shit to them. Yeah. That dude's fucking. Is your biggest enemy really somebody with a different skin complexion? I don't think so. Yeah. Especially in the black community. Who's likely, and it's just like, statistically, who's likely to end your existence as a black person? Another black person. Who's likely to rob you? Who's likely to steal from you? Like, and that's why I just don't get caught up in that shit. Yeah. Find just Google. Uh, sorry, I'm like on a different wavelength right now. Google that the uh, school in Colorado. Man, that movie was sick. School in Colorado that had like uh, play night for children of color only. 
Bro, I, was I think crazy. I remember hearing this. I wouldn't even take my daughter there. And I hate Colorado because <laughs> you hate Colorado. The altitude, bro. Oh yeah, I mean, that, that fucks me up. I got altitude sickness. Me there. too, bro. Really? What about the people that did take their kids there that night? What like what type of people are? Look at this. Are they Denver Elementary School is facing backlash for planning a families of color playground? Now, read the fucking sign. How crazy is that? You put that. <laughs> these are the these are the same. What guy put those letters up there on that sign? <laughs> These are the these are the same people that would take their kids to a drag brunch. A yeah. drag brunch? Yeah. You didn't see that? Show? I remember no. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He knows. Yeah, he, he they brought a drag like, brunch. They, they brought like drag queens to the school for the kids or some shit. Oh so my stupid, god, bro. Yeah. bro, that's fucking insane. I would not show what up to that shit. What fucking school is that, man? My daughter loves all people of color. Both of my daughters, people of all colors. Where are you? Your daughters live in LA. Yeah. <clears throat> Activist pimps, moms blast school board for promoting family friendly Halloween drag show. <laughs> yeah, bro. I think that I just think the pendulum is gonna swing on this wacky shit, man. I think it's just gonna swing back and kind of get normal. You again. saw that fucking non-binary person that works for Biden that's yes, still in oh suitcases. Oh my god, bro. That was so fucking. That person is a very weird looking person. That motherfucker at first said it was an accident. Then he was on. Then did it again. Yeah, yeah. Then did it again. So they're just Man, hiring. Look, they're just wild. hiring people because they're like non-binary or because they wear dresses. His fucking the black lady, the the Haitian that works for him is what a lesbian. I have, is she? I don't yeah, know. And she is. She gets ate up. At the White House correspondence. I saw this old clip of Joe Biden when he was a lot younger in politics, too, like totally against gay marriage. Just oh, yeah. Day. He changed up his whole tune. He switched, like totally switched. He said some fucked up shit about the war on drugs, too. He said some yeah. fucked up shit about black people. He was like totally well, his the daughters, opposite. right? Well, his daughter's about black guys. Some shit. <laughs> yeah, maybe it, it was in front of Congress, but he like full on said the N word in front of Congress like decades ago. <laughs> <laughs> they just change it up, bro. Motherfuckers change their words, but they don't change yeah. their essence. No. Yeah. It's all for change. the money. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Whatever the flavor of the fucking year is, they just go along with it. If we do it right in America, we reelect Trump in 2024. You think that's the right thing to do? Mm-hmm. Really? And then elect DeSantis 2028, 2030. Shout out. <laughs> you really think it'll be good if they elect Trump again? Yeah. Really? Why? Because, bro, he ain't. You don't, don't think he's kind of fucking... He, he don't give a fuck about either side. He really doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he really yeah. doesn't. Yeah. yeah. He'll shake shit up, bro. He'll, he'll, At the least, he shakes it up. Yeah, he makes you figure shit out. At least it's different how than much what we've got going there, on now. How much unity was there under Trump's presidency? Unity? It was, it was better than right now. I feel yeah, like there was more had division two, under Trump's presidency. Yeah, but you had two strong sides. Now it just seems like... Yeah, Trump. Nobody even respects anything. There, there might have been more unity, like you had with anti- the right and the left might have each been uni- unified right. together. But there was definitely a now huge you just divide. got a, you just got a pond, a dirty pond of yeah, nothing. Got, now yeah. everybody hates Biden. Yeah, I mean nobody right. nobody had, defends Biden. Back when Trump was president, you only had anti-Trumpers and Trumpers. Right. Exactly. Right. I'm cool with an anti-Trumper. <laughs> you don't like money, dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How much is gas around this way? Four. How much was it two years ago? Two fifty. Yeah, two and change. Oh, okay. Has 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 your wages increased that much? No. I'll just be wondering. 
Plus the media, bro. The media was making so much money when Trump was president. There was kids that do, not kids, but there was people like on YouTube, independent journalists that were making their whole career off just talking shit about Trump. Like yeah. they, they were doing more numbers, more revenue than ever before because of Trump, because he was just feeding them all that meat. He's a beast. He is, man. He, he is, is pretty beast. wild. I go see a Trump one man show. Yeah. One hundred percent. Twelve hundred ticket. Give it to me. <laughs> right. Have you ever been it. to one of his rallies? No, uh, haven't been that extreme yet. I should. All, all, bro. If Trump meets me, he'll follow. They'll low. put you on TV. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'd be the biggest black comedian in the <laughs> yes. world. Yes, you probably. Uh, wow, you uh, would. <laughs> all I gotta do is go and make Trump jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I'd be the biggest black comedian in the world if for if, real. If if once once the the Republican Party gets a hold of me and find out <laughs> they yeah, find right. out that I look like right. this and I'm a black Republican, yeah. Oh, bro, I'm a millionaire. You know how Trump always we got to be able to link you with DeSantis somehow. Oh, yeah, oh I, for sure. I need to be DeSantis. For sure. Florida is where woke comes to die. (laughs) Bro, I saw DeSanto at a hockey game at the Tampa Lightning game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were in the suite right next door. He walked. There was like, so the the biggest suite was next door to us. He fucking walked in, bro. The ladies, the moms, like the fucking cougars that were in our suite were climbing over the fucking window to get in to meet DeSantis. Dude, is a man. People were fucking, there was like, more of a fucking crowd than I could imagine Justin fucking Bieber would have like people clawing to get to him and get pictures with him. There was like, there was a line of fucking like 40 year old women going out the door and around the corner trying to get pictures with him. It was insane. And he's a governor. Like not even a president. No, like it was like, he was was like a huge celebrity, bro. It was crazy. I would never have imagined that a fucking Florida governor would be like such a celebrity. Who was y'all governor before? <sighs> fucking, what's his name? Uh, what's that Rick? weird looking guy? Rick Scott. Rick Scott. Bro, super farmer. He dude. looked like Voldemort from Harry Potter. He was, yeah, he was basically <laughs> Pull up a picture the pill of Rick Scott. epidemic <clears throat> in Florida was Rick Scott. He was what? The pill epidemic. The pain pill. Rick Scott I mean, he was took like money big from pharma a, pain yeah, pill. Like, he took money He was from, the reason Florida was yeah. pill epidemic central. Yeah. He took money from like big pharma. He took money from. His company had the single uh, biggest fine in history his pharmaceutical company roast this guy bro look at this guy <laughs> look at the, click on the <laughs> yeah, one next bro. to the pink one yeah click on that one look <laughs> yeah, he, yeah he looks like a day walker <laughs> he is straight up <laughs> yeah i'm a little too fake he looks like someone you look at that look at the one with him smiling no to the right of that right there yeah he looks this, like someone i would not trust after no. this i gotta go get sober so i can perform <laughs> <laughs> i know we killed half the bottle yeah, bro, I gotta get right. <laughs> what time you perform? Seven. Where at Tampa Improv? No, I'm at Size Blitters. Size Blitters. They yeah, treat, bro. They treat me well. I don't know, man. I don't know about the whole Trump thing. You doing one show or what? I or a couple two shows? Two, seven, and ten. I think so. Here, bro, <laughs> Here, bro sober up. Right, take salt, salt take baby. Salt, take with salt with you, man. Woo! <laughs> Back out here like Ric Flair, baby. Yeah. Oh. Nah, bro. Um, DeSantis is that guy. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm gonna get me a place in Florida. Are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. South. 
South of here. Like yeah. where? Like Miami, Fort Lauderdale? Yeah, somewhere around there. This game, condo. It's so much more expensive yeah. over there. It's crazy. Yeah. You know what's Miami's crazy? Miami's different. You know what's weird about here? Like, it's different than here. Yeah, Miami's like a different fucking country. It's not yeah, the it same, is. bro. Yeah. It's like that's 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 my that's my breeding ground. Yeah, that's it's. Uh, I don't know, but bro. it is a it is a spot to me. Like Miami's like Vegas. The best two days of the day you get there and the day you leave. <laughs> I can't fucking stand being in Miami. That's than South me. Beach, bro. I don't yeah, really true. fuck with South yeah, Beach. Yeah, South Beach and like Brickle and shit. That shit is it's so fucking busy and fast paced and it is insanely packed with people, bro. It's insane. Yeah, it can be. I, I like I like South Florida all this But shit. it's nice. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. How often do you if your kids living in LA, how often do you get to see your kids? Uh every day on FaceTime. Every day on FaceTime. <laughs> Hell yeah. But I go there like twice a month. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I go there. Are you still good with your baby mama? Yeah, yeah. Still yeah. tight with her? Yeah, you just do what you're supposed to do. You'll be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be there Monday, actually. Cool. Mm. Yeah, I go there Monday. Fly there Monday. See my babies, and then I'm gonna have the youngest with me from Monday until January 5th. Nice through the holidays. That's cool. Yeah, that's dope. Cool. What do they think about everything you're doing? My eight year old loves it. <clears throat> I remember one day I picked her up from school a few months ago. I flew into LA, picked her up from school. And she was like, Dad, uh, one of my friends was sad, so I told him that him and his whole family could have tickets to your next show. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, babe, what Just melts your heart, man? right? That's like, so cool. Like, no. That cost me some no, money. Yeah, what? Like, what? You burn a hole fuck? in my wallet, man. <laughs> I was like, hell no. No, that's cool. They recognize it, though, man. Yeah. They they think like that. That's super cool. Yeah. It's rare. It's rare that I meet people. How old are you? I'm about to be 33. 30, mm. Yeah, I'm 35, and it's so rare that I meet people that are my age that have kids. I feel like you got kids. Yeah, I got two kids. I mean, oh, two, three, and three months. Three and goddamn. One's three years old. One's three months old. Three month old be crying and shit. Nah, bro, the mm. three month old's the best. The first kid was like up every three hours during the night for the first year and a half. This baby only wakes up once during the night. My wife just takes care of him. <laughs> I don't have to do shit for the new baby. Oh, that's lit. Yeah, it's great. Bro. Yeah, I just deal with the toddler. It's like man on man defense. Yeah. I just take the toddler and my wife takes the baby. The two year old was a beast. My eight year old was pretty simple. <clears throat> Both girls, right? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't had any girls. Damn. I feel like girls are, everyone says that girls are better because when you get old, the girls will take care of the dad. Yeah. The guys will just take, start chasing pussy and they'll forget son, about the dad. Yeah, they'll put you in a nursing home, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the girls won't. My eight year old will take she, my eight year old. I know she'll take care of me for forever. Yeah, she's a real daddy's girl. Yeah, that's dope. Two year old. You're lucky. Of, you got girls. She kind of independent. I don't know. She'll give a fuck about me. Isn't it weird how they're so fucking different? Like yeah. right out of the oven. Yeah, just like baked in. Yeah, it's crazy. It's two different totally personalities. It's so weird. And they're probably raised the same, right? They grew yeah. up together. Yeah, I don't know how it happens. <laughs> Yeah, kids are weird, bro. They they like totally different shit. My two year old loves cheese. Eight year old hates cheese. <laughs> so weird, bro. She likes popcorn. My eight year old don't fuck with it. Yeah. Do they watch her stand up? Uh, she watches some of my videos. Does she? What does she think? Of, what does she did? Does she like? She gets humor. My eight year old. She'll probably be a stand up comedian. You think? Yeah. Yeah. She gets humor so crazy since she was like five. <clears throat> no way. So cool. Yeah. I don't know how. 
I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. She is. She got that fucking that <clears throat> gene. She got that funny gene. She knows how to structure jokes right now. Like she tells me jokes all the time, all the time. Really? Yeah. That's all so cool. All the time. All all the fucking time. <laughs> That's so cool. She'll bro. text me jokes. I'm like, babe. All right. Yeah. Funny. Ha ha ha. And then you roast her. <laughs> nah, we don't really roast. You don't roast she your daughter. Roast. When you do like when you do any given show, how much of it? ends up being just crowd work like roasting people in the crowd and then like how much of it is like how much how often does <clears throat> your set so, your normal set like go off the rails and you just start fucking with the crowd so out of an hour i probably do like uh 15 20 minutes of crowd work but you got to be careful with crowd work because it can quickly go far left what do you mean like people just get crazy <laughs> start shouting shit out so you gotta be careful really yeah you ever had anyone like try to get violent I'm a big dude. Yeah, you are a so. big dude. No. Johnny Mitchell's a big dude too. He had a guy like pull him right off the fucking stage. Yeah, he's he's kind of a skinny guy. He's yeah. Skinny though. Yeah, that's true. You ain't terrified of that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. He told the guy, he's like, he's like, you've been fucked in every hole, haven't you? The guy didn't do anything. It's like, oh, you were you were a snitch. Then the guy jumped on stage and fucking grabbed him. That clip went viral. Yeah, bro. It had like five million views or something crazy yeah. like that. We'll see. You know. Yeah. know. Johnny Mitchell's dope. It's been my boy for a long time, <clears throat> but um, yeah, that shit. Yeah, I don't really get that. The other thing I wanted to ask you, you mentioned it briefly last time you were on the podcast, but we didn't get to talk about it that much. What's that? You mentioned that your grandfather was uh, Frank Lucas. Yeah, my great uncle. Oh, your great uncle was Frank Lucas. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So uh, how did you first learn about that your mom just tell you that one day or like? no so frank my dad's from cuba uh frank lose frank lucas's brother adopted my daddy mm. so okay. that's how he became i mean not frank lucas daddy frank lucas brother did i say that right i'm a little drunk frank lucas's brother adopted your dad mm-hmm. okay oh no shit yeah. yeah yeah that's how i got the lucas last night oh that's fucking wild that's really cool. bro yeah I met him. I met Frank like two times. <clears throat> he died in what was that, 2019. Couldn't go to the funeral. I met him in Virginia. I, I'm still in touch with all my cousins. Well, a few of my cousins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. What did your dad say about growing up with him? Uh, me and my dad don't Your dad grew up with his, with his yeah. brother. Me, me and my dad don't communicate that much. No. I don't really talk about it too much. But I have a <laughs> cousin, Obi. Shout out to Obi Lucas out in uh california he'll call me like once every three months he's an older guy and uh see my cousin uncle something he's like 60s mm-hmm. and he'll call me every few months and he'd be like david tell these niggas frank lucas our people and i'm like yeah frank lucas our- <laughs> <laughs> just for some validation yeah. <laughs> he'll, 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 he'll you know call- he's probably telling a wild ass story <laughs> he's telling them over there like no oh, fucking yeah. way yeah. He like I'm gonna call somebody. Every every few months, I'll get a call from him. Be like, David, tell these niggas Frank Lucas our people. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how. you know there was a really extravagant background story mm-hmm. to that, and he just needed that one confirmation <laughs> to legitimize. He put, it. he put on speakerphone. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm about to call it right now. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. yeah. Watch. <laughs> yeah, it's oh it's man, funny. that's great, bro. That's a cool tie, though. <clears throat> so, how long For until sure. that? How long until the uh, that comedy club in Austin is ready and you guys are like performing in there? 
So I think the date of completion is mid-March and, you know, training and everything. I figure we should have shows up and running March. I mean, hold on. Damn, I'm drunk. (laughs) Fuck. How Uh, much of it? It only killed half the bottle, bro. I guess that's a lot. Yeah, that's just strong. Yeah, it's strong. And I haven't ate shit. I'm buzzing. I haven't ate shit. Buzzing? Yeah. Woo! Uh, So completion should be mid-February. Okay. And then we should have shows probably March. And it's called the mothership. The mothership. Yeah, we gotta so go. Fucking sick, bro. Come on out. Yeah, we gotta go. There's a uh, a strip club in Tampa called Two Thousand Ones, and they have a flying saucer <laughs> on top of it. And the flying saucer is like, what is it? Private room. The private rooms. Private lap dance. Has a UFO in the on the roof. Soft, yeah. In the flying saucer. That's crazy. Man. Is it a nice strip club? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's one of the Tampa most got some of the best. Yeah. Tampa's like oh, famous yeah. strip clubs, like strip club yeah, capital heard, of the world. I've heard. <clears throat> oh yeah. Over Houston. Uh, I Probably. haven't been there, but I've seen videos. <laughs> it look, it look, Over it's Atlanta? different. It's different. I don't know different about women. Atlanta, bro. Different women. <laughs> I'm, Mag- actually, Magic I have been to a strip club in it's Atlanta. Different. Magic City. I never been to Magic City, but I've been to a really. I went to one really nice strip club in Atlanta. Shit was like a shopping mall. And Tampa stuff. got a lot. <laughs> Tampa got a lot of white and Spanish women. Okay, yeah, yeah if that's your thing, yeah. But yeah. there's a lot of black the women food, too. The food at Magic City is. Yeah, is it good? Ooh. Can you pull up a picture of Magic City Wings? Is it they, good? They named him after a basketball player because remember he got to find the Lou Williams. Oh, Lou Williams! No yeah. shit. Yeah, because he got like a hundred thousand dollar fine to go get these wings. Yeah, <laughs> to go oh, get yeah, their bro. chicken wings. Yeah. Oh, how funny is that? A couple years ago. Slide. Look at them, bitch. Look at that shit. Ooh. Fuck, that looks good. Hell yeah. Hey, is there someone to eat around here? I'm hungry in the mouth. Mm. Yeah, bro, yeah. we can go right next door and get some food. Oh, yeah, let's get that shit. I need some, bro, before I fucking <clears> throw up. Bro, there's a strip club. What's it called? The uh, the Penthouse Club Penthouse. in Tampa. They got, got fire good steaks. Good stuff. They got good food, man. Yeah. Really good food. I, I recommend the Penthouse Club or uh, I've never been inside of 2001s, but I heard the fucking yeah, flying saucer. There's no food there. I don't want to take 2001s. That's the Penthouse yeah. Club. They got fire food. Look, go scroll down. Look at look at their steaks. That steak does look amazing. Dine at Prime. I wouldn't care about the hoes. I'd be in there. <laughs> yeah, bro, it's weird. Some Lobster. of the uh, some of at the Penthouse Club and like the Dollhouse. Some of the like the bar girl, the girls that serve the drinks, the waitresses, they're like way oh, finer yeah. than the strippers. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, the yeah, drink the, girls. They don't have daddy issues. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they're, like, they're just in it for the money. Yeah, I want to be halfway naked, not yeah. naked. And they probably still yeah, make, they they probably still make the same amount of money. Sometimes you more. You think yeah. they make more? Sometimes. Bro, yeah. how crazy is it that at the strip clubs in Tampa, these girls travel from like the East Coast to fucking work there? Those girls be like, I live in Orlando. I live in fucking Cocoa Beach. They drive two or three hours just to go strip at the strip club. I mean, club. if you can come make, you know, six, seven grand a weekend, why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That just goes to show you how fucking I mean, good Tampa yeah. is for strip clubs. You know clubs. what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. Can- they probably making more. Yeah. They got Tom Brady over here now, yeah. bro. And, then, and, and, and you can actually control your income. Like, who gonna say? Who say you right. counted all those ones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay tax on all of it, right? <laughs> and gr- from what I found out, girls pay to dance at clubs. Yeah. Yes. They pay yeah, to forget. dance. Yeah, they give like a percentage yeah. of their money, right? Well, they pay to dance for the night, and then keep usually keep what they get. Split with the DJ. Or something. I thought they yeah, just had to like DJ do like a, a little revenue bit. share. I don't know. I know over here, like locally, that they pay to dance. Yeah, at most of clubs, yeah. I think they pay to dance. Yeah. yeah, Joe. When Joe Redner was on here, I think he said that. Yeah, you go, you pay 
you might pay a couple hundred bucks or 150 bucks to dance for the night and keep what you get, break off yeah. the DJ, yeah, the bartender. Fuck, that's wild. The door guy, whatever. All right, let's go get some food, bro. Thanks Let's for coming go. on, man. Of course, man. Shout, shout out everybody uh, where they can find more of your shit online. Hey, and- man. DavidLucasComedy.com. Got the tour coming up in 2023, <clears throat> baby. David Lucas funny on Instagram. Y'all already know who it is. Yeah, boy. Hell yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Good night, world. Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs>